0: Hey everybody, welcome to uh, episode four of the Easy Does It podcast. This week we're talking about making amends, episode four. So my name is Tommy T. I'm an alcoholic. Thanks for joining. Uh, this week we're going to go in, we're going to dive into making amends. When do we make amends? How do we make amends? Uh, what kind of amends do we need to, or are there, or do we need to do? And uh, how do we do some of those? So yeah. Um, you know, to the definition of an amends, right, is a, to correct a mistake or a bad situation one has caused. And when we come into the program of recovery, uh, one of the things that we do is when we start to, we get a few days sober, a couple weeks, whatever, and we start, we decide to make a decision to work the steps with someone. And we work, we start working those steps and we go through a process and we get all the way to to step four, and step four is where we first take a, a look at our past, and we take a moral inventory of all of those things that have happened in our past, and what was the effect and the cause, and we break them into columns, and we list some people on there that um, that we have we have caused harm or done wrong or situations, and we start to go through and look at our our life in a, in a, through a moral um, compass, what's right. What's wrong? Where was I wrong? Um, things like that. We get all that down on paper, and then we go and we we uh, sit down with the with the sponsor, and we uh, we say a prayer, and we share that, you know, honestly with uh, with our higher power and with another person, and that's step five. And in sharing that, we kind of disclose um, as best as we can um, what that looked like, what the past looked like, what are all those issues and problems and people and places and things and character defects and all that stuff, right? So as we go through this experience, we will see that we've got these columns broken out and, uh, different people listed and, um, what was the cause and the effect and the situation and, and um, how it affected us and what, you know, a lot of what we learned from that is why we drank, we can see real clearly that when these things um, come up in our life from probably an early age, most of us a very early age, um, we didn't feel like we fit in. We didn't feel accepted. We felt shame. We felt um, embarrassed, whatever it was. And when the once we took that first drink, uh, a lot of times it just helped with having those feelings go away or numbing those feelings. And uh, if you're an alcoholic, um, it started working right away. As soon as we take that sip of alcohol and that alcohol starts to to work on that mental obsession of some of these things and making us feel different, we, we get addicted to the way we feel and the way that it masks uh, those, those problems, those defects of character, um, those impulsive behaviors. Uh, those addictive behaviors, those kinds of things. So we work through the the fourth and the fifth step and then we go on to six and seven and we we really then we really dive into some of those character defects and we look at, you know, um where where have I done wrong and where what are the things that that caused some of those effects on in the step four. And so we're starting to look now at character defects and of lying or cheating or stealing or or hurting or anger or, or Uh, inappropriate behavior or whatever it may be. And we go through there and then we go into step seven and we say, okay, God, this is, uh, we humbly ask our higher power to remove these things, these shortcomings and these character defects, kind of the same. I mean, they're both, the shortcomings and character defects are the same. Uh, When we, when Bill Wilson wrote the book and we put it in the book, um, he didn't want to repeat himself. So he used um character defects and shortcomings. And first it was the shortcomings. And um, then in step six it was the um character defects. Basically the same, same thing when you look up the definition of those things. Um, we can debate all day long the differences or so, but basically they're the same. And then in step eight, we uh we become willing to make a list of all those persons that we had harmed and that we need to go back to and make amends to. And that brings us to step nine. And in step eight, when we do that, we we, we go through, and we've already made the list pretty much on in step four. But usually what happens is as soon as we finish that step four and we share that with our higher power and another human being, usually a lot of times what will happen, especially working step six and seven, there'll be more things to put on the list. Uh, more will come out through discussion and through... Uh, inspection of that and and going through that and saying, wow, I didn't think of that. Maybe I need to put that person or this person or uh, that company or this institution on the list as well. That's a good idea. I'll list them down. So now we're at step eight. We make a list and we've got this list of people that um, we have caused harm to, we've done wrong uh, by, we've... um, We've, we've lied, we cheated, we stole, we, whatever the th- case may be. And these people and places are, are on, the, on the list. And so how do we go about making amends? And so the thing is there's a couple there's – there's three different definitions um, in, in our literature that talks about the amends and about what kind of amends there are. Right? So uh, direct amends. Um, we say in step nine that we made direct amends wherever possible except except when to injure others, um, or excuse me, we would make direct amends whenever possible, except when to do so would injure others. And so basically what that means is we don't want to take all our crap and throw it on someone else to make us feel good. So if we have something in our, in our past or in our behavior, something that someone else doesn't even know about, and it's not even an issue for them, but it's going to make us feel better if we get rid of it. So we're going to unload it onto somebody else and give it to them. Um, that's not really what Step Nine is about, and how the, the proper way to do that. And so, working with a sponsor through that and talking through those things is is a is a good um, example of how to make a proper amends and direct amends. So before we go making apologies and amends and, and, um, talking to people. Uh, hopefully we've had a a number of days sober. Um, sometimes it's, you know, I suggest to the guys I work with is that they go to a lot of meetings get a lot of days. We work through the steps and now they're on they're on stable ground and they've had some time and they've cleaned up and they've got some recovery and, and, uh, and you know the the time will present itself when the time is right. And there's not really, uh, there's not really a need to rush through the amends so you could tell others that you've made the amends. Um, many many people in recovery will do this because it's a big step, and it's an achievement. And we want others to know that we've done the step, we've done the work, and we've had the. And now we want the the accolades or the achievement. The heartache will be as we if we haven't done them right. It it'll never go away. That that amends will still be owed and it will still be there in in our our mind and our heart. And if we've done if we've um, taken a shortcut on this, um, <clears throat> it'll just revisit us another day. So uh, what I suggest to the guys that I work with is that we uh, we take some time and we look at it. We talk about it. And when is the time right? And so to make these amends. So there's three different types of amends. One would be the direct amends where we would go to that person directly and sit down and um, basically, you know, explain uh, what the wrong was. A professor out of Berkeley would put it this way is, uh, you know, you share what you feel, you admit your mistake and the negative impact it had, and then you make the situation right. And, and that's basically what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to go with as much grace, humility, honesty, um, and love uh, that we are not going to <clears throat> to erase what we've done in the past, but we're going to take uh, responsibility for it. And we are going to um, be honest and apologize and make amends and um, and try to clean that up. Uh, we are not going for forgiving for forgiveness. We're not asking for forgiveness. Um, we're just sharing a lot of times when we go to make an amends, we explain to the person we're making that amends to what are we doing? So I'm in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm on step nine. That step reads, um, you know, we make an amends to people and read that out loud or read that to them or make sure that they understand what we're doing and why we're there. And then we make the amends and we're not there to, uh change the past, fix the past, or do any of those kinds of things. Um, you know, we can't change the past, but we can correct today and the in the uh and how we go forward. And and that's really what that amends is. Um we also have indirect amends. So when we've hurt someone and we don't know who they are, we were in a drunk drunken stupor or we we did something one night, we were with another person and we don't even know who they were. Uh, we stole something from somebody and we don't know who it was or how to repay them. Um, we stole from a company or we stole from an institution or we stole something or they moved away and they're not there anymore and I don't know how to repay them or that company's gone out of business. And so when we make a list and we look at that and we look, we talk about an indirect amends is that we're going to make an amends for that in a different way. So we're going to take our time or our money and we're going to put some energy into making that wrong right, so maybe we're volunteering at, at somewhere, uh, we're donating some money, we're repaying that that debt that we owe uh, in an indirect way, and hoping that God will take it and get it to the right place. Um, and that's really, you know, how we how we go about those indirect um, amends. Sometimes people have passed; um, it could be our parents, right? It could be our father, or mother, or uncle, or grandfather, or someone. That we owe an amends to, and they've already passed. And now, maybe we go and we sit at their gravesite. I've done this. I've done this with my parents. My parents have both passed, and I've made amends to them both at their gravesite. Um, and so that that's another way we can do that. We can write a letter and um give it to our sponsor we can just write it and uh and read it out loud and you know throw it in the fire and let it burn up and and pass it on to god and just you know read it out loud or so and uh that's another way to make an indirect uh, amends to so and then we have a living amends and the living amends is really probably the um probably the one that we we hang on to or we start to um uh, practice on a daily basis as we go from making our direct amends. So once our direct amends are done, now we're going to start to do living amends. And we're going to, as we've started this road to recovery, we are going to start to amend our behavior. And so the husband, myself, my, my story you know, for years I was married, and uh, I would come home late and always say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'd be at the bar, and I was, I was, you know, I'm late. I'm sorry, and and the sorries were there were just too many sorries, and sorry just didn't work anymore. And it's not like a a direct amends would work in that case. Um, you know, I've already said I was sorry a hundred times, and so now what I need to do is, if I want to change that behavior, I need to make a living amends and stop doing that behavior. So I have to stop. You know, I won't have the need to continue to keep saying I'm sorry with the same behavior. So in a living amends is really where the road to recovery begins is we start to amend a lot of our behaviors and we start making a living amends um, not only with those uh, that are close to us or that we know or that we associate with, work with, love, whatever, but really with ourselves and God. And we start to we start to peel the onion back and we start looking at our behaviors and our impulses and all of those kinds of things. And we, and if we really are truly in recovery and we're, we we really want to recover and, um, and change, then this living amends will be something that'll be, um, the best thing we can ever, that we've ever done. A lot of times it needs the help of a sponsor. It needs the help of a therapist, a pastor, a priest, a, uh, a monk, uh, whatever it is, a friend, a loved one, uh, someone to be to share, um, to share with uh, what it is that we're going to change. So um, we're going to change our vocabulary. We're going to change our speech. We're going to change the way we 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 talk. Uh, we're going to change the uh, what we do, where we go. Uh, we're going to change the stories that we make up. All those kinds of things, and uh this living amends will go on for the rest of our lives and we we hope that we can continue to um to change those behaviors um a lot of people ha- struggle with making amends in the in the ninth step and and I think the biggest thing that that's an issue um with people that are new in recovery or or new in making amends uh, there's a lot of people that get sober they stay sober and they never make amends there's some of those that get sober they never work the step, never make amends, and they just stay sober and it's good enough. Um, there's some people that have a very, very short list of those they need, need to make amends to. Um, there's also the case where um, we might be quite delusional of the people we need to make amends to. And we really, truly can't even see it for quite a while of being sober. And we get down the road a ways, and when we look back and see the wreckage, we finally can see – some of those some of the some of that damage, and uh, only then, with you know getting a year, two years, three years, five years, whatever of clarity and and sobriety and recovery and work and uh, writing and journaling and and therapy, do we really peel the onion back far enough to really see um, how clear the damage is or how how deep it went or where it went and who it went to so sometimes those things can come up later later in our recovery they don't all come out day one week one uh, the first time you do this process Uh, that has not been my experience and it has not been the experience of many men that I that I've shared with and talked to about this um, this topic Uh, when you go to meetings you'll hear people share about making amends and um, you know we always hear the guys got 25 or 17 or 12 years or 42 years and, um, you know, they're working on a, an amends and they need to go make an amends. And and it's it's something that we, we it, hopefully we're open to and we're willing to do and we learn, we start to learn how to do this and we start practicing it. And it becomes a really like in step 10, we make a a daily, uh, we take a daily inventory. We take a look at our day and we think, uh, we, we look and see where we were wrong and we promptly admit it. And we're willing to um, to make an amends as soon as we can, or or and if that practice is something that we do daily, it does become quite easy to go back to someone, uh, especially in the workplace, workplaces or at the home, you know, with your spouse or so. These are places that it shows up uh, quite frequently. Um, that you you know you snap, you got a little angry, got a little emotional. Um, we're kind of uh, had too much anxiety or whatever was going on and and um, said something, did something that you're not really proud of and all of a sudden when we put our head on the pillow later at night, we feel like wow, we that that probably wasn't the right thing to say or do and I, I need to go back and clean that up. I I'm, I'm gonna need to go back and face that person and say, hey, I'm sorry about that. Um, that wasn't my best intention. that wasn't my intention at all and that's not. Uh, that's not who I want to be. And I'm sorry I did that or said that or, or so. And, um, when we start to practice that, it becomes easier and easier and easier. So if you're new and you're, you're just getting started on this, on this, uh, road of recovery and trying to figure out how to make amends and when to make amends, um, I would say, you know, sit with, sit with, um, journal about it, write about it, talk to your sponsor about it, um, pray about it and and just try not to rush through it try to do it in in uh when the time is right the time is right we don't want to let time go by just to let time go by and and have fear um block us from actually going to do it that's not really the point the point is is that we have the courage to go do it but we also want to have some grace and some some honesty and some love and um and have a few days of recovery and maybe some months and um and, we, and we're in a position that uh, we're ready. We're really ready to go do this and we're ready to face this, uh, more so than rushing through it just to do it and just to get it over with and, and do it um, half-assed. It, it's, it's, uh, it's not worth even doing. Um, if, if there is, I mean, if there is an amends that needs to be made uh, directly right now, um, then go do it. Um, but sometimes these things, you know, for most of us, we drank for many, many years and some of those, some of that damage and wreckage is um, from, you know, it's from two years ago or five years ago or 27 years ago. And whatever that is, um, sometimes those hurts and, and things, those scars are um, are deep and they don't go away with a five-minute visit. And so sometimes it's best to um, to work on that a little bit, maybe even with a therapist or a sponsor and, and really kind of walk through that and talk about it and pray about it and do some journaling about it and... And think about how would I best you know, come up with a plan of what would be best for the the person I'm going to see. Um, you know how would it how would it be best for them as well? And uh, um, I, I'm not I don't want to just go and unload all this stuff and and leave them. And you know it, the point is not for me just to feel better and and for them now to have this whole bag of stuff that's thrown on their lap. And um, a lot of times that happens in divorce relationship kind of thing. Um, sometimes it'll happen with an employer. We've done something, we've stole something. We have to go back and, and, um, admit something. Uh, I've had many guys where, you know, it's a legal issue and they got to go back to the, go down to the county and, and, uh, admit to the county that they didn't do this or that, or it's the IRS and they got to clean something up that they, that they didn't, you know, they did wrong and it's bothering them. So, um, there are cases where we have to be careful what we do and how we do it. So, um, the best, the best uh, advice I can give you is to go through this slowly. Um, work, work with someone else on it. Write about it. Uh, come up with a good plan and uh, pray about it. And then try to bring as much love, honesty, and grace as you can, and as and as much courage as you can, and to uh, to go and do it. Um, if you got questions, you got concerns, you got thoughts about that, and you want to talk to me about it, let me know. It's uh tm underscore trip at yahoo.com. I'd be happy to to talk to you or, or email you back. Um thanks for joining the the uh this podcast number four, episode four on making amends. Uh it's a pretty short little um uh talk about this it's a it's something that we work on for most of our lives if we're in recovery so I wish you the best on it and um, thanks so much for tuning in next week we're going to be talking about meetings Um, different meetings different kind of meetings how many meetings you go to how many meetings should you go to are you going to enough meetings uh, all of that kind of stuff there's a lot of stuff that comes up around meetings so next week we'll dive into uh, to meetings so thanks again for tuning in and uh, we will talk soon